Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. I'm your host, Eric Gao. Today, we're taking a look at Israel with Taiwan's representative there, Mr. Yunsen Chi. Ambassador, welcome to the show. Good morning. This is Vincent Chi. I'm the representative of Taipei Economic and Culture Office in Tel Aviv. Ambassador, uh, tell us a little bit about Israel. I mean, what sort of special experiences have you had during your time there? Okay. The Israeli people call themselves Chaba or Cactus because it's tough outside but tender and sweet inside. However, if we take the time to understand them, we can learn to highly appreciate their national characteristics. Let me give you an example. Israeli drivers don't usually make way for other cars, but sometimes if you get lost, and ask for directions. They will drive miles out of their way to make sure that you reach your destination. Israeli people are very huspa, which could be translated as being audacious or having courage. This character is also reflected in their daily life. If something is possible, they will say yes without hesitation. If impossible, they will just tell you no. One can also demonstrate Huspa by challenging authority. Israel's first female prime minister, Gorda Meir, insisted that her job was much more difficult than that of President Richard Nixon. She said, quote, You are the president of 250 million people, but I am the prime minister of five million prime ministers. Uh, Ambassador, Israel is, of course, known as the Holy Land. So how does that affect life in the country? You know, Jerusalem is the, only, is the Holy Land for adherents of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Pilgrims constitute the main category of foreign visitors here, and one can encounter tourists from all over the world. Also, one can practically smell the strong religious atmosphere because of the followers' religious way of life. For example, when walking along the street of the old city of Jerusalem, you come across many Orthodox Jews wearing traditional black shoes and hats. At the same time, you see many Muslims wearing a kadura and smoking shisha. The local lifestyle is greatly influenced by religion. In order to keep Shabbat, almost all restaurants and shops close from the sunset of Friday until the sunset of Saturday. You will have no food to eat if you do not purchase it beforehand. For religious reasons, Jewish people and the Muslims do not eat pork or short seafood, and you have to buy this food in specialty shops. When inviting guests for lunch or dinner, you have to ask their food restrictions and prepare accordingly. Uh, some people say that Israel and Taiwan actually have a lot of similarities. They have a lot in common. Uh, do you think that comparison of the two countries is accurate? Uh, culturally, Taiwan and Israel are quite similar in the following aspects. First, both countries respect tradition. After 2,000 years of being scattered, 
Jewish tradition remains the primary binding power of Jewish identity and culture. It drives them to study their ancestors, history, religious texts, and other similar areas. Secondly, we are surprised to learn that many people live with their parents not for economic reasons, but for caring purpose. Thirdly, Jewish people all over the world tend to care deeply about their children's education, which is one of the main reasons that Israel has so many Nobel Prize winners. Uh, speaking of education, uh, how does the education system in Israel compare with Taiwan's? Israel and Taiwan are both small but densely populated. When the country lacks natural resources, the cultivation of human resources becomes an important task for its economic development. Both countries have adopted a 12-year compulsory education system. However, Israel's education budget is 10% of its GDP, resulting in 45% of its population earning a university or college degree, the second highest rate in the world. Due to military service, as well as certain religious and cultural reasons, Israeli education differs from ours. High school graduates serve in the military before entering college. Also, many Orthodox Jews attend religious schools, and more than one million Arabic people adhere to their own educational system. Israeli education encourages innovation and creativity, bringing about the launch of very competitive startup companies. Now, I understand that the two countries have... Uh Taiwan and Israel, have just signed a cooperation agreement on, um, on education, youth, and sports. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? Both countries highly value education, and they can learn much from each other. For example, Israel can learn from Taiwan about how to cultivate a student's attention spans and respect for seniors, while Taiwan can learn from Israel about how to promote critical thinking the innovation. Based on this understanding, we believe increasing exchanges in education will create a win-win situation. Each year, our government promotes interactions between youth delegations, such as by offering scholarships and fellowships to Israeli students and researchers to study or conduct research in Taiwan. Thus, with the signing of such agreements, we seek to further deepening cooperation in the fields of education, youth, sports, etc. Ambassador, uh, Taiwan is known as a provider of humanitarian assistance to people in need around the world, and I'm sure you're doing something similar in Israel. Yeah, the conflict between Israel and Hamas in Gaza in 2014 had a devastating impact on the economic activities and the daily life of the southern residents. Our representative office in Tel Aviv bought flowers and honey produced in those areas to show our support to the residents. We also sponsored some students' playground events in that region to help comfort the kids. As for the Palestinian people, we donated 148 kids to their schools and the clinics as well. 
We've been speaking with Taiwan's representative in Israel, Yun Sun Chi. Ambassador, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. With pleasure. All the best. And that's it for Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. I'm Eric Gao, and I'll see you all next time.